Hello, hello. I'm Jackie and welcome. Welcome back for another episode of A Quiet Divorce. So today, ladies, we are going to chat about, I'm very excited, about something completely different this week as I have been wanting to talk about this particular topic for some time now as I also get asked so many questions about how I started making macarons. So welcome to the very first episode of my four-week mini-series that talks all about business. So let's talk business. How did I start my macaron business? And I hope these episodes actually inspire you to maybe start your own business as well. So a bit of history about me. I was raised in a bakery my whole life as my parents owned a French patisserie in Texas. Oh, I love that little bakery so, so much. I went there every day after school and I can still smell the aroma of fresh croissants baking in the oven or my dad's famous chocolate chip cookies and cream cheese danishes. They are to die for and I still to this day haven't found a cheese danish that quite matches my dad's. But you know, I actually didn't learn how to necessarily bake back then. Although I do think I picked up the basics just by being in the kitchen every weekend and observing my dad. I really learned how to bake by practicing on my own as an adult. Trial and error, just like every other home baker. And there's a lot to be said about being a self-taught baker. So, for all the aspiring home bakers out there or established home bakers, don't ever think you need to go to pastry school or you need to have any special training in order to start a baking business. You don't. But of course, that's not to say you shouldn't go to school if you want to or you can or get some special training by a professional baker or even take classes. You certainly can. But what I am saying is it's not a requirement and there is just as much value in being self-taught. That's definitely where I started. I decided one day, out of nowhere, that I was going to bake dessert for a family dinner and I made an apple crisp. Then a couple weeks later, chocolate cupcakes for my son's birthday. And as a new mom, I was just kind of testing out a lot of things. And then honestly, things just progressed from there very organically. I didn't think of starting a business at all. I just enjoyed baking yummy treats here and there as my ex-husband's family enjoyed them so, so much. It was my way of contributing to family dinners, events, and just, it was my love language at the time. It was the way I was able to creatively express myself. And I felt in my element, in my space, when I was in my kitchen baking, as if no one could ever say anything to me when I was in the kitchen. Because honestly, no one did it better than me. Sounds crazy. But that's how we validate things sometimes that we choose to do, how others view us doing it, right? Then a year later, I decided to challenge myself and make the very difficult and notoriously finicky French macaron. I remember I was at a coffee shop with a girlfriend having tea and macarons she decided to buy me some one day as I've never had them heard about them for years but never actually had one 
it cost like $8 for two or something like that. And I was actually blown away by the price and thought these must be amazing. Unfortunately, they were not. They were very sweet, dry, and just not much flavor. Like strawberry didn't taste like strawberry, it just tasted like vanilla. So I was not impressed to say the least. So she said, my girlfriend told me, why don't you just make them yourself? You can bake anything, Jackie. That kind of inspired me, like, maybe I can. Okay, I think I will. That night, I looked up recipes online, found a French macaron recipe that I thought I could tackle, and the next day, ingredients were being bought, and I made my first batch. It was not a success, unfortunately. It's no chocolate chip cookie, that's for sure, but it's definitely the mark of any good baker to be able to take a recipe and create something with it, right? Kind of like whipping a pie crust out of your back pocket, right? And I thought, how hard could it be? I'll try again and again. I mean, these can't be that hard to make, right? To my utter shock, it was extremely hard. And it took a long time to get them right, a really long time, years. I mean, you can get a good batch here and there, but to get batch after batch of consistently good macarons was the ultimate challenge. I threw so many macarons away every single day, tray after tray. And you would think I would get discouraged, like with most things, but it would actually, the frustration fueled my desire to keep going. I told myself, I can't give up. I gotta be able to make these things and not because I wanted to start a business, but I wanted to prove myself as a baker that I could do it. Then, around 2015, I started my first Instagram page called Sweet Burger. And I'm not sure if any of you guys followed me back then, but IG was just so different back then, so much easier. And I was making macarons every week despite having a full-time job. I thought this could be my hobby, something on the side, a stress reliever, something that made me happy, just something I enjoy doing. And maybe, just maybe I could earn a little extra cash on the side. Why not, right? So I started to sell them to family and friends here and there. Nothing crazy, but it definitely gave me a slight taste of how to run a small business. And it all brought me back to my very first job as a sales associate at my parents' bakery my very first job ever. And that job taught me about money, how to handle money, how to calculate money, customer service, and how to work in a real business environment. I'll never forget those lessons. So as months passed, I got busier and busier just baking for friends and family. And one event would lead to the next. And before I knew it, I was baking for events at Salesforce, Dolby, and even square. I definitely worked the corporate events and it kept me busy and I liked it. It was so much fun and challenging and just kind of everything I thought it would be. I was doing holiday parties, gifts, and so much more. I had to start turning down inquiries as I was still working as a manager at a restaurant downtown at the time. So I really had to pick and choose which inquiries I accepted. But then, Cut to 2018, I had a dream like all my fellow bakers out there. 
how to turn my new passion, my hobby, into a business. And that is to open my own bakery. Wouldn't that be the ultimate nod to my parents as a tribute to their bakery? I would follow in their footsteps to be able to continue our family legacy, but with a French twist. As I only specialized in French macarons, I thought, this is perfect. And it meant so much for me to be able to do that. It felt so right, and it felt so good. So I opened my first brick and mortar in 2018, and it was called Sweets by Sweetburger. And it was everything I thought it would be and more. I challenged myself in so many ways. By providing delicious macarons at the end of the day was the ultimate reward. But then, unfortunately, after my first year, we had to close because of COVID. Unexpected life changes, right? But things happen for a reason. I always believed that. So I followed my instincts and decided to take a break to focus on being a mom and just taking care of my family, as we all did. And I think that a lot of people did that too. I definitely refocused on my priorities. And I think COVID really taught us all how to value our time and the people around us more. So I put it on hold. My baking, my dreams, my business, I put it all on hold. Packed my mixer, my baking bowls, and put them in storage and closed that chapter of my life for now. But the greatest thing about business, ladies, concepts and ideas can come back and be reignited into a newer version of what it once was. Now, cut to present day, I am now revamping my macaron business to fit my needs, my new needs, and the needs of my customers. More to come on that. But back to starting a business. My best tip to start or restart a business is to maintain your vision, ladies. Go with the flow, but continue perfecting your product or service, whatever you offer, with all the changes that happen in life every day. Learn to pivot your business so you'll always have a business. And as your business needs and customer needs change, change with them. Learn and change how you sell or provide your product versus the product itself. Change the customer, not the product. So if you've always wanted to start a business, believe me, you can. All it takes is the desire, your perfect idea or invention, and just keep going. For me, the best times of my life and childhood have always been in a bakery. It only makes sense that I would gravitate towards something like that because I loved it so much. So I would want my kids and my family now to have that kind of joy in their life as well. On that note, we will continue this mini series next week with more on product and what should you sell and how to figure all of that out. Stay tuned for that episode, ladies. Thank you so, so much for tuning in and I hope you found this episode and new topic helpful. Be back next Friday. So until next week, bye for now.